if you're the kind of dad who gets his ducks in a row, doesn't count his chickens before they're hatched, and shoots fish in a barrel until the cows come home, then this is the podcast for you. We are bad to the dad with Coach Randy, my very, very good friend on the left coast this week. My name is Adam D, and we are so happy that you, the listener, has decided to join us for fraternity, egality, and tomfoolery for the next, I don't know, 30 to 45 minutes, whatever it is that we decided to. Hello, Coach Randy. Hello, Adam D. Uh, this is our first. It's a uh, across-the-country uh, bad of the dad. Like we said, June is just yes. out of control. And yeah. as the listener, I think, now knows if they've been following us for the last 20-something weeks, we travel a lot for work because that's how we get paid. That's, that's how we get paid. Get that's how we do. We get the paper. Yeah, absolutely. That's how we, what we do what we do. And, you know, it's funny. I was in Florida for half the week, and then I mm-hmm. came in, and you left, and you went and to – I'm in California. I'm in California, Petaluma. Yep, for your uh, your professional development and all the great things that you do to make you who you are, because you got to be you, and, and you got to be you. Yeah, yeah. So we're both coasts, both in places of relative sunshine. Although after we take care of some business and talk a little bit about Becky Berman, I'll tell you how I was in uh, no no sunshine whatsoever down in South Florida. But uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about, about it. Uh, uh, Becky. We'll give a big shout out to our uh, our sponsor. Becky Berman, uh, BermanCS.com, who has been our lone sponsor for most part of the season. And uh, we'll talk about more of that as we uh, move forward. But, Becky, as always, thank you for being so great. Our logo, our, our Bone Daddy logo. Uh, and it's, uh, we're happy to have you, Becky. Thanks again for being there for the ride for us in our first uh, first season. And check her out, BermanCS.com. That is BermanCS.com. Getting a lot of love about the keychain slash bottle opener with the Bone Daddy logo. People are really admiring everything that it's about. And uh, I used it. We may have to order actually, a few more. I actually used it. I'm out here in Petaluma, mm-hmm. uh, California, and it's a very healthy environment. I'm telling you, it is like I'm in this retreat center where, for the most part, the people come out here for a silent retreat. Yeah, you've joined like, a cult, Randy. <laughs> It is so we're silent. doing this over Skype. We're doing this over Zoom. Yeah. And, you know, I'm looking at your room, and I think you've been smoking rose petals. You got, got to tell you. They're going to lock you in there. Yes. And you're going to shave your head and start chanting. Yeah. I'm a little worried that you're not coming home. It is. It is uh, they have co-ed bathrooms, so there's not even a bathroom in the room. Uh, the food is all organic. It is farm to table. Uh-huh. But they're known for silent retreats where people come here and spend their entire visit in silence well that must be complete torture for you well the good thing is is i'm not part of that group and so we're not being in silence but the food is organic i think my stomach prefers unorganic and non-healthy food because the organic stuff seems to kind of go right through me (laughs) more processed the better you know but i'm here with a bunch of other uh athletes and trainers athletic directors and i got to first of all they can drink but they don't have the, the twist tops i had to go up and say hey don't worry I got a bottle cap opener, Bad of the Dad, right there. And it gave me a chance to promote our show on Bad of the Dad. The usefulness of Bad to the Dad 
mm-hmm. offline and to the people. And that's what to we're all people. about. Hey, speaking about the people, we've got the social media presence, mm-hmm. Instagram at bad yes. to the dad. Check us out. We've got dad vice galore, lots of memes, lots of pictures of our guests. We have a lot of fun with social media. Good way to interact with you, the listener. And of course, our website is bad to the dad dot com where yes you can see all of the behind the scenes adventures and find out who's coming up on future shows we don't have many more shows for this season and we'll talk no, about we've that we've got we've got uh, we're left. i mean listen this is uh this is episode number 22 and originally we 22. had yeah 22 we originally had planned uh, a guest but our schedules didn't work out but you know what did we give up did we say no we're not going to do one what do we do adam what do we do Adam D, we do what we do. We put together a show. We put together a show, and we're calling this the best of dads. You know, like the best of times, the best of dads. You want me to start singing like Dennis DeYoung from Sticks? (laughs) If you could do that, I would almost cry. I'll work on it. I'm more Tommy Shaw than Dennis DeYoung. I think people of our generation really are in fear for my life. little renegade. Love that. Love that. That is a great... You know, I understand there's some high schools like wrestling teams yes. that come out to that song. Oh, you can't. That's one of the best songs ever. Renegade, one of the best songs. And so today, best of dad. So, yes, uh, we don't have a guest. Uh, we will. We'll talk more about that a little bit later uh, for next week, our final episode. Uh, but I put together a little special treat for our listeners, uh, the best of dad vice. I went back through all of our guests and literally put a clip together of all the advice that our dads gave over the course of our season. And we had some great varied dad vice. Yes. We had, you know, again, you know, dads who were talking about, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll play the, yeah. uh, the role in just a bit. But I was just really impressed at how every dad brought some new advice to the table about raising kids and, you know, be in the moment, but, you know, make sure that uh, they have their own identity and don't worry about them trying to become you. Yeah. You know, and, yep. and of course, we had dads that had very, very specific situations, like a Jason Gianni, who I know yeah. uh, it was, was on the road, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with the, with the Queen Band. And then you had Roger Apollon, who uh, yeah. was going through that transition as his daughter was going through her transition to become literally, literally. A, a, a boy, a, a transgender teen. So, you never know. And we do know things. that almost all dads, and of course, we had Mads, we had moms as dads, uh, the value that moms bring the relationship in terms of us being successful dads for number us to be dads. Job. Number one, number one. I have stayed with that. I have been consistent all season long. Mom is number one. Again, you know, yeah. guy cleaning the Verrazano, uh, fluctuating between two and three. But listen, we had uh, a Poland Spring, Poland Springs delivery water guy that 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 came into our lap too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we knew what we didn't know until we knew it. So you know, so we got that coming up, Dad Vice. But I understand you had a very interesting down in uh, interesting time down in Florida. Yeah, so, you know, we both teach, we both coach, and I was doing a series of seminars for new employees of our Florida venture down in the Fort Lauderdale area. And normally when I go down there for work, we stay a little bit more inland, um, and we, you know, rent out a conference room in a hotel, and, and, you know, we teach for pretty much three days straight. So I don't really get to enjoy much of the daytime scenery that South Florida has to offer. Yeah. So this time, we decided to stay uh, at a hotel that was right on the beach. So that was a oh, real nice. treat. Nice. That's one side of the coin. You flip the coin over, and this could have been the worst week to be in Fort Lauderdale because it was nothing but rain and thunderstorms and just just yuck. 
You don't just stay home in New Jersey. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we either sent it up to New Jersey or New Jersey sent the rain to us. So, uh, or as South Park would say, just blame Canada. But I'm not going to do that. Maybe <laughs> diplomatic. So finally, the, of course, the day I leave, it is the nicest day. Yes. And I said, that was on Sunday. What's that? Yeah. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. Well, this, yeah. So finally I said, I got to take advantage of a sunny day in, in Florida, regardless of what time it is. So I got up nice and early and just before 6am, I decided to do a a run on the beach. I thought maybe I'd recreate the Mitch Buchanan scene from Baywatch. Although the way I look, the way I look, maybe it was more Pamela Anderson, but uh, more Tom Selleck, more Tom Selleck without yeah, the mustache. That's right. So uh, I'm running on the beach, and the thing I noticed around 6 a.m. on the beaches in Fort Lauderdale is it's populated by me and guys with metal detectors. Metal detectors? Yeah. So, you know, these guys with these devices, and they're scanning the beach, I guess, looking for treasures. Yeah, for yeah. Coins, what have you. Yeah. And one observation I had is, they all seem to have the same uniform. They have the black socks with the beach sandals, shorts, a long sleeve tee, and like that French Foreign Legion hat. You know, it's like a hat and it has the flap that goes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a fishing hat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess and high knee socks. Is that like are they like uh, shin socks, like up to your shin? The black socks. They went uh, just above the calf. If I yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I got if you. I was observing too closely, I, that's I need to visualize this a little bit. Yeah, gotcha. All right. So first, they all have the same. I don't know if there's like a club or an organization in in Broward County, Florida, where they all get together and say, "Hey, we should have a uniform, and it's going to be a long sleeve tee, it's going to be socks and sandals, shorts, and this French Foreign Legion cap." Very weird. So they're out there, and as I'm running, I'm thinking, you know, I've seen like three or four of these guys already. And they're out at like six in the morning. So are they thinking like there's some pirate ship, you know, in 2019, <laughs> like some, some Spanish galleon that in the middle of the night dropped by Fort Lauderdale and said, let's bury these gold doubloons right in front of the Hooters on A1A. No one will find our gold treasures here in the beach in Fort Lauderdale in front of the Who Farted t-shirt shop. Is that what they're looking for? Because it was very because they were I mean they were into it I mean their focus I like hurdled one of their metal detectors and they didn't bat an eyelash. I it bet that. Was, strange. No, I bet what happens is the people the day before who are all out there doing whatever it is they drop their coin they drop watches they, there's rings whatever it might be it would have surprised me they probably I love I, I love I love the pirate accent I got to tell you I, I thought I was in like SpongeBob at the bottom of the sea it sounded so real and authentic it was really good. So, <laughs> well, you know, so, I rehearsed so, that just for you. Yeah, but so that, that you know, was Randy, this. I love I love messing with these guys too. Like I'll run, I'll see a uh, a metal detector guy, and I'll go yeah. ankle, and then all of a sudden they're scampering around with little metal detectors. Gold here, gold here. Get your gold here. Yeah, <laughs> that's very funny. You know that. Yeah, yeah I know, but, you're, but you're probably right. You know, so, you know, and this is an interesting segue, you know, earlier this week, you sent me uh, a link about the story about the, uh, the seven-year-old baseball team uh, and the 13-year-old umpire uh, out of Lakewood, Colorado. And uh, what was amazing is 
I must have had six or seven people. Did you know? Did you know? Did you hear? You know, and yeah. the thing what even it's even sadder is that was just one of six different stories that occurred uh, that just made national attention. So as you know, where I am, uh, we're all talking about these parents, dude. We have we we are at a national. Uh, there's a lot of stuff wrong with our country, whatever it might be. I don't care what. Blue, red, black, red, green, yellow. It doesn't. I don't care. It doesn't matter what color you wear. It doesn't matter if it's blue or white. We, if there's one common theme across the board. It's our parents are nuts. Uh, it is just. Uh, it, did you watch the video over these? Oh yeah, no shame. <laughs> and then these these people are acting like they 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 wouldn't be recorded and this wouldn't go viral. It's it completely, I mean, completely out of control. I mean. I mean Seven-year-old kids, and if you will look in the background, all the seven-year-old athletes are running away. This is a 13-year-old, all right? Your daughter's how old, right? She's 14. My daughter's 13, right? Let's imagine, you know, Michaela was volunteering and decided to be an umpire for a, 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 a t-ball softball game, and some grown adult was coming after her. Are you, are you crazy? It is. You could be disappointed. You could be disappointed at calls. What is because disappointment happens, but to lose control like that, you got to be embarrassed. You got to be out of your mind. And I know, Randy, you you coach softball and you go oh. to town where yeah. the parents are living vicariously through the kids, oh. and this is what they live for. So when bad calls are made, they they're just out of their freaking My. minds because you they've know, got so, nothing else. Well, and the thing is here, and this is in all seriousness, and I post this on Facebook this week. I think we're literally only a couple of years away if not months from a crazy parent in the stands grabbing a gun, a coach going after an official official who is completely fed up with coaches and parents. And you're going to have some kind of shooting in youth sports. That's going to transform things. Uh, people are going to go, Oh my gosh, we have a problem with parents and youth sports. And it is, I'm telling, mark my word. I'm, I'm putting this now in band of the day. Cause I want to have proof that on June 22nd, 2019, Coach Randy predicted the craziness how guns will impact youth sports. It is these parents are nuts, Adam. I'm sorry, I'm dropping the mic. Well, that's okay. Thank you for that TED talk. And you know, this, this, this violence among parents and and sort of parent on referee violence. This has been going on for I don't want to say the better part of a decade now. Yeah. I remember one story, probably was about 10 years ago, where um, two hockey parents yeah they were both coaches got into an argument and one beat the crap out of the other and yep, knocked yep. Him and i think essentially bashed his head in to the yep. point where he's bleeding on the ice so yep. you don't even need guns to no, that's, true. that's true you know have a, have a call to action i mean the, the violence is happening anyway because the people are overly passionate there's just no perspective there's no perspective and when and when things get heated there, there's, there's no control system. There's well, no security. You, well, there's well no that's the whole point. There's no, there's no accountability or anything. And did you hear New Jersey, our state, yeah. Adam, our state, Adam D, our state is looking to pass legislation now that's going to hold parents accountable for the kids who bully in schools. That you if you're kidding, do with this, Coach Randy, uh, I, I've had a little bit, but not much. My stuff is in sports and everything. Which that's my assembly bill, which is now being uh, brought forth in the in the Senate and the assembly about bullying in sports, but parents now will be fined $315. Don't know why there's 15. If they cannot get their kid to stop bullying. 
in the mm. state of New Jersey. <laughs> that, that parents cannot do the job on their own. We have to legislate parent behavior. And, and we have to find them. We have to hit it where it hurts the most, and that is their pocketbooks. Right. Can you imagine? And there will be parents here that will, will and they'll have to go to a class, and it'll take a whole bunch of times. I don't know. We, we need uh, – that's why I love what we do in terms of bad and the dad and what we're doing. We, uh, we need dads out there to, to step up and start being the kind of dads and adults, holding people accountable uh, in youth sports, in the stands, helping parents understand just whatever it is. We need, we need to start convincing those parents. We're only talking about a small percentage of the crazy parents, I mean, that are really out there, uh, 10%, which kind of sometimes is a control, but 90% of the parents have to find a way – because uh, we're in trouble, Adam D. Uh, I'm glad we're doing what we can. Our little two bits uh, on Bad and the Dad. But uh, that's something I'll be thinking about while we're on break over the next few weeks to figure out yeah. how we can address that. Maybe we should go to a place like you're at now where we can smoke some bark and determine <laughs> how do we make the world a better place one coach at a time. But, yeah. you know, I, I speak light of it. But to be honest with you, you know, because I, I coach on the, on the club level, the rec yeah. level. And there is really no formal training about behavior. You know, they have little workshops and, you know, how to coach better, ideas about how to run plays, things like that. Um, of course, there's bench etiquette. There's court etiquette, shaking hands with the other team, shaking hands with the officials. But there is no um, preparation. You know, so it's funny. One of the trainings I did uh, in Florida for this new wave of hires that we had was run hide fight so what is run hide fight okay when an active shooter comes oh. all right we teach but run hide fight and that's and that's about as serious as it gets but there's no like run hide fight or condemn control diffuse <laughs> youth sports and yes. maybe everyone who is coaching should mm -hmm. go through some sort of absolutely confused kind of kind of training even if it's a half an hour or maybe there should be a webinar and it should be mandated Yep. just in case it happens. I know that these, these are isolated incidents, but like we said, for the better part of the last decade, they seem to be happening more and more. Oh. Somebody, somebody's fuse is short and they take mm -hmm. it out on, on the whole environment of, of that sporting event. Well, I just hope that uh, as we conclude our opening here, that the dad vice uh, that is offered by our, past dads can help kind of lay the groundwork of what really matters uh, with our kids and our dads. And maybe just maybe uh, we can help begin to start a movement, uh, a bad of the dad movement. That's one of my uh, goals in the, uh, in our off season is to figure out how we can make being a bad of the dad movement to help dads take responsibility and begin to help our kids become better people. A season two special perhaps, right? Could be. It could be. We are bad to the dad. If you could leave us with some wisdom of your years of experience and everything else, you know, what are two or three things that uh, had you known, no, then or that kind of stuff you can help with our bad to the dad nation? Um, when it comes to uh, to being a dad, is that what we're kind of talking about? Yeah, this is about? like in the sure. dad mode. We want some yeah. advice. We want yeah. some advice. Who wears a costume or doesn't? Absolutely, this is it's great. They, yeah. This is Try about dads inclusive. who are dads, dads who want to be dads. Yeah. These are maybe moms listening. They say, "Hey, these guys out there, yeah. these dads got some good stuff. They got mm -hmm. good people on." Sure, sure. 
uh, you know, let your kid be your kid. You know, be mm-hmm. supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's times where your your uh, your child is going to kind of. Uh, want to sow their own oats and explore things that maybe, you know, you're not necessarily thinking are the best things in the world for them, um, as long as they're within reason. And it's something that, you know, you think that your your kid can be good at uh, or maybe not be good at. Let them try. Let them take risks. And uh, for me, I think in 13 years of doing this now, uh, <laughs> that's been uh, that's been the one takeaway that uh, that I've uh, taken away uh when my kid wants to try something give her a shot Mm -hmm. let her do it Uh, it may not work out it may work out but at the very least she's better for the effort leo fatherly advice any kind of father out there whether they're athletic whether not athletic you know they're expecting to be a dad they got a young kid and girls raising they're older we like to ask you know we have this concept about being bad to the dad that we are all proud about being dads and that we really strive to be our best so we always ask our guests you know, a piece of wisdom, whether it's through boxing, what could you offer our dads out there that listen? Whatever you do, as a father, I mean, I learned to be very close with them, try to be close with them, and try to understand them, and try to mm-hmm. not get mad at situations all the time about, well, if they're going out, they're doing this, they're doing that. Just talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, let them know how it is out there sometimes, or, you know, let them know, you know, I'm here. If you need me, call me. Mm-hmm. You know, for the new dads, which I have seen a couple of my friends right now that just uh, had a couple kids, they always ask me, oh, could I, man, I need your advice. This and that. I'm like, listen, man, I'm not a great dad. I just I just do the best I could, mm-hmm. you know, every day to be there for my, my children. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's nothing being, you know, you know, it's 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 difficult, man, because people have no idea how life is. Life is, uh, I mean, not to, not to sound like a down part of it. You know, you're here today, you might be gone tomorrow. I mean, you you don't know. You want to leave, or you want to have that urgency all the time with your kids. You know, mm-hmm. to make sure that you know you're there for them. You mm-hmm. know, for anything and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's uh, you know, that's my advice to the new fathers and all. Some advice that you might have. So this the toughest question, and and I know that I've listened to your other shows, and you know, listening to what the other guys um, say, you know, it's still it's still very tough to to, to say. Um, but the one thing that I want to do is that if you have mo- you know kids, that get them as a unit because that's who they're going to have uh, moving forward in our life. Because our time is uh, you know limited here, and I, I feeling comfortable that they have each other. That they're uh, friends, that they're family, and that they respect each other. They got each other's back. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that's that's key. Uh, sometimes you know I'd see my older son, you know, like they'd rat on each other. I say, you don't. You, they're brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. Unless you know the house is on fire or he's doing something that could kill himself. <laughs> yes. You guys figure it out yourself because uh, you Get know each other's I, back. I want you to have each other for the rest of your lives. A good relationship so that when you have kids that everyone's hanging out. Uh, what's some great advice you might want to offer to our bad of the dad nation? Sure, sticking with the baseball metaphor. Yeah. Nine innings is a long time. And baseball, like life, has mm-hmm. its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get behind in the early innings. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep fighting all the way to the bottom of the ninth. Real quick, we always like to ask dads who are bad to the dad some kind of a fatherly advice yep. that you might have out there that you've gained and being a, a bad of the dad father. I mean, you have a 13 and a 2. So Say this to your kids. Yeah. Because it sinks into me today what my father used to say to me. 
I forgot more than you'll ever know. <laughs> it's true. So anything that your kid's going to do, we've yeah. done it 10 times. Yes. Yeah. And all that stuff. And I never knew what that meant until I became a dad. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably the best thing I can give to other fathers and parents mm-hmm. is tell your kids, we forgot more than you'll ever know. <laughs> and it's true because you remember your days when you tried to do that yeah. and mm-hmm. your punishments and things like that. So maybe you'll be a little lenient. <laughs> maybe you'll be a little bit more understanding yeah. that the, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Yeah. The truth. And, the, yeah. and the trying something different has become so different nowadays. And it becomes different. Right? And, and, yeah. and, 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 your you know, tomfoolery, your shenanigans are very different than maybe Hope's and you know, my daughter Perry's shenanigans. Yes. But shenanigans are shenanigans. If you could give some dad advice, what would it be? Hug your kids. Nice. Okay. Hug your kids. It's, nice. it's. I mean, we go through so much with them, and we tell them we love them, and we, we try to show our love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every now and then, just give them a hug. We always ask our, our dads for what we call dad vice. All right? You want some dad vice. Yeah. So for all our bad dads out there listening, what's some dad vice you have for them? Number one, have a great wife. <laughs> You not you gotta have a great <laughs> wife, really. Like seriously, <laughs> seriously. Like especially I said, I mean, road, yeah, like, especially for me. But yeah. you know, you guys know as well too. Yeah. You know, the mom is the backbone, especially mm-hmm. with the kids. You know, like you say, the soccer moms and all of that. Like when when the dads are really trying to make it happen at home, especially financially. Mm-hmm. You know, you need the, the backbone to take care of it and and make sure the kids are are, are straight and narrow. So that's number one. Also, outside of that, man, just, you know, as a dad, just take care of your responsibilities. Even if you're home, you know, if everything is not 100% right at home and sometimes it doesn't work out and, you know, sometimes divorces happen or different things like that happen, you know, just maintain a great relationship with your kids and just remain to just being a solid and, and good dad. That's all you really, or the best you can do. I mean, I think I think I, I hinted at it uh, as we chatted a little bit, but I think it's about working with your kids to be self-advocates to figure out ways to solve problems where they can be the main player in the solving of the problems and having them kind of embrace those obstacles that come in their way but not accept them not just say this is how it has to be Mm -hmm. but how do you how do you make that change and guiding them through it rather than stepping in and making the change for them. So is this is this your dad vice? Yes. Yeah, everything in moderation? <laughs> yeah, or? Your dad uh, vice. Dad vice Absolutely. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Uh, I would say the, the most difficult challenge as a dad bringing up kids is trying to achieve work-life balance. And that mm-hmm. means something different for everybody. I'm not, I'm not here to preach on what works or what doesn't work. If I knew what worked, perhaps the book would have been written about that. Uh, but I will tell you this. Your kids are going to grow up with memories. It's very important that you're in them. That's that's the dad vice. Yeah. Let your kid be a kid and let yeah. them just go where they they really believe that they're fitting in well. Like they're gonna see all of these colleges. Yeah. You you as a dad, you're gonna take your kid onto college mm-hmm. campuses, mm-hmm. you're gonna look around, and I really I'm telling you, whatever you feel as a dad, mm-hmm. hold it in. Yeah. Let your son or your daughter experience that college campus for themselves mm-hmm. and let them make up their decision if that's someplace that they could be. They're the ones who are spending the four years there. You're mm-hmm. not spending the four years there. You're spending your money there, but you're not spending the four years there. So. I think it's just, for me, patience and perspective. Just, uh, although a situation may seem, you know, kind of inflamed at the time, just kind of approach it with patience and, and get that broader perspective so that you can best help uh, your child through. Um, for me, it's 
don't be afraid to apologize to your kid. You know, when you're wrong, you're wrong. It helps them Mm -hmm. see that you are human. And that has been, like, uh, apologies have been probably some of the most powerful moments we've had. Um, I learn more from my kids than they'll ever learn from me. So you have to put away your, um, your bias and love your child. That that's that's the bottom line. You created this person. If you don't love them, mm-hmm. if you help create a human and mm-hmm. you don't love that creation, mm-hmm. how would you yeah. expect anybody else? Yeah. How would you expect them to accept themselves? Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest advice. You have to put away your own bias. However you feel about LBGTQ. I have very I had very I thought very open-minded feelings about it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. So you have to put that away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's the hardest thing because I think when dads do that, they might feel like they're not being authentic to their true selves mm-hmm. because that's how where I was. I'm like, well, that's not really being me. Yeah. Fine. You being you can actually put your child in danger. My advice is to stay as involved as you can because it goes by very quickly. Um, be involved in every aspect, know what's going on and always be there for them, good or bad. Um, and just always approach everything with an open mind and um, you know that way you stay connected and they're not afraid to tell you things when you know if anything comes up Um, and then you just grow closer you know with your children so I guess my dad advice would be to live in the present tense live in the moment your kids grow up super fast I can't believe you know Abby's Finishing sixth grade, excuse me. <clears throat> so, I would say just you know, slow down. I know life is busy. Slow down and you know look at your kids and realize that you know they're a gift and just to spend time with them and be in the moment. Well, we talk to children a lot, and everyone has problems. They have down days. You know, they're depressed, and one thing we tell them is. Be optimistic, look forward to the future, and the next day hopefully will be better. The other advice is education. Uh, You know, the Nazis took everything away from us, but they couldn't take education away. And so I usually tell kids, and Debbie does too, study as hard as you can, get as much education as you can, and it'll help you in your life. I have learned through experience, lots of experience, that you cannot force your children to do what you like them to do, what you want them to do. Stan, some dad advice. My nugget of dad advice, get it all in by the time they're 10 years old, because after that, they're on their own. Ooh. Wow. That's mm-hmm. deep philosophical meaning. When you, yes. say, when you say get it all in. Your values. If you want to transmit values, mm-hmm. uh, ideas... Get it in by the time they're 10, maybe 12. I'm not sure. I'm not a real expert. Well, but, I think you're an expert dad. You raised three after, daughters. But after <laughs> a certain time, uh, their values come from other places. So get oh, in what you can true. when the kids are early. Well, I guess I got two morsels. Uh, oh, very nice. Oh, we'll make that, like we'll the, make that a cake. Have you know, a cake? Two morsels. Two morsels into a cake? Yeah, with a yodel. <laughs> That'll put you into overtime, you know. Uh, well, that's okay, too. <laughs> One would be, you know, you, we always say on the podcast that the toughest job really is the mom. No, she's an kinda, avid listener. An she's kind of she kind of is the glue on yes, the family. Yes. 
And one of my recommendations to the dads would be, you want to be on the same page with the mom. Okay. You don't want the kids to be confused that, oh, mom says this, but dad says that. Uh-huh. You want to, or I'm recommending to you, that you want to both be saying the same thing. That's what we call it dad vice. That's a dad, dad vice. And even if you don't agree, do that on the side. All right. As far as being in front of the kids, you want to make sure that, uh, you're both saying the same thing. The unified you're... front, right? Yes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And right. that, that way, whatever you're trying to get across would be uh, easier to get done. Uh, the other thing would be when I always liked when you go on trips, be it a car trip or a plane trip, you want to make it not only a bonding experience, but some educational aspect to it all. Oh, yeah. So, so they come away with some histories, and that way your values, etc., will be enhanced uh, by what happens. So if you're, you know, you go to Williamsburg, you got all that old revolutionary history, mm-hmm. etc. If you're going to Florida, you're going to be at Cape Canaveral and mm-hmm. see the space thing, and so make it educational, and always you always want to come back with some kind of souvenir or toy to remind them mm-hmm. of the trip and gee oh I did that or oh we did that well, that was really neat coach Randy that whole retrospect mm-hmm. that you put together there that string of of dad vice uh, really helped me recall all the the really cool, really cool things that the variety of different dads provided to our listeners, and um, also gave me a sense of how much we've accomplished since the end of January when we decided to uh, a lot. glorified hobby. Very cool. Uh, we've, we've done a lot. We've done a lot. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. I know it wasn't ideal. I'm sure there's some uh, some spotty moments in our recording because uh, you're across the country. I'm here, but it was nice to hear. Um, yeah. our dad vice. I know you said you ran into Leo. Uh, I ran into uh, Leo Liacona, who was our week three guest. He, of course, was the heavyweight boxer. Yeah. And uh, I saw him at uh, my daughter's graduation. He has a daughter, of course, that graduated from the same middle school, same grade. Giving me a big hug, almost snapped my spine in half. Not because he was trying to hurt me, just because, you know, the, he hugs for real. And it was great to run into him again. I told him the feedback on the on the episode is is still uh, very high, and man, his what he had to say was was very high. Uh, by the way, you know we had the NBA draft this week. Yes, we did. And I don't know if you saw some of these these guys who were drafted. They were zooted out <laughs> to the mat, but they yes. had nothing. They had nothing on some of these eighth graders at Liberty Middle School Come in West, West Orange. Really? Oh, my God. You know, some of these guys had suits that you and I, Rennie, could never pull off. Paisley <laughs> suits and gold suits and uh, studded loafers. And this is just the guys. This uh, is the just, gals, the, these are the eighth graders. <laughs> these, are, these are eighth graders. You thought you were yeah. at an award show, which That's it was so to funny. some degree. That's so funny. Uh, well, I mean, I don't remember having an eighth grade graduation ceremony. But when they do it in our town at Liberty Middle School, at I least, guess, uh, they do it to the nines. Hey, listen, they go bigger, they go home. Uh, yeah. So we had to, listen, we pulled off a good show. Uh, I know that uh, it wasn't exactly how we planned, but you know what? We're going we're gonna to finish strong. We're going to finish strong because we have uh, a wonderful guest for our final, final episode next week. Tell us about it. 
I call him a power guest. He is Mike Delano. Dr. Mike, we call him. He is a chiropractor. He is an inventor. He and his dad are working on a medical device that is going to enhance the chiropractic world. But I think most importantly, he is a testicular cancer survivor. And I know when it comes to cancers, Randy, testicular cancer is your favorite because that region Mine. of the body, very, very Absolutely. important to you. I'm very, very prone important. to that. I'm very prone to that. Dr. Mike is very open about talking about his experience. He actually had two bouts of it and survived. Oh, wow. So That's not scary. only will he tell his story, but I think he's going to have dad advice and then some about how to prevent, how to make sure you're taking care of yourself, checking things out. And look forward to hearing his story. And that is how we're going to bring it home on Bad to the Dad for season number one. Well, uh, I'm excited, Adam. I know it's a few hours later there than it is here. Thank you for making time for me because I'm getting ready to have some dinner. I'm going to go back for food, this organic uh, farm to table. It's going right through me, dude. Uh, but we will see. I might have to get a cheesesteak and a cheeseburger when I get to the airport tomorrow. But for right now, we'll see. We'll see how I can do it. Your secret is safe with me, Randy. I'm going to have my second dinner, which will be filled with processed foods. Thank you. Uh, we'll probably end in words like oleos and uh, nets. Yes. Uh, food should end with, with those suffixes. But it's going to be damn tasty, and I'll be thinking about you while Please I eat do. it. We are bad to the dead. Have a great week, dads. 